when you have performance is a powerful word because when you have it, you can attach it to anything and direct it. And that's the idea is that when you have the ability to create a visual, an image, it makes it easier to direct your life and things. And I literally use it for everything as a father, as a son, you know, as a brother, it doesn't matter what it is, a husband, whatever it is, everything, right? It's, it applies to everything that you do. Welcome to your dose of high performance inspiration. You're listening to the Do This For Performance podcast. I'm your host, Pearl Narenberg. Join me as I curiously uncover the actions we can take to realize our greatest potential in life. I believe that if we consistently listen, learn, and take action in a thoughtful way, we will realize our grandest version of ourselves. So let's do this for performance today. Welcome to episode four. I'm so excited to bring you Coach Vinny Maltz. You just got to hear a little clip about what's to come and do get excited. If you like to be a high performer, if you know a high performer, if you are interested in what the mindset of a high performer looks like, Coach Vince Maltz is going to open up the curtains and give you that sneak peek behind what it takes and how to set yourself up. He's going to share some of the insights into the mindset work he's doing with his athletes and his parents and coaches alike. He works with all three, just like me. I'm a sports dietitian. I own a nutrition company. And this one had me thinking deeper. Now, what's interesting about Coach Vinny Maltz is he is not a sports psychologist. He actually has gone a different route to come to working on the mindset of athletes. And I find it really fascinating to come from his angle and his experience and what he brings. I have gone uh, through his coach's certification which is a deep dive into what I need to be doing as a coach and how I can show up better for my athletes. And I think that we do not do this enough or at all. Have you ever heard of a coach doing a mindset training? And it should be done regularly as we are coaches. And and you, if you are listening to this, you are a coach, by the way, like we all are, even the athlete, you're going to sit down next to your teammate and coach them at some point. You're going to say, hey, pass the puck to me like this if you're a hockey player. We're talking hockey today, by the way. And you might sit down and really give that coaching experience. I've worked with teen athletes in nutrition and they become coaches to their uh, teammates. And it's really incredible to see that because when they become coaches to their teammates, they fully understand what they learned. You, have you ever heard that where the, those who teach actually know the material the best? And so I would like to see more of that and to inspire you to, to feel empowered to be a great leader in a coach. And one of the questions that struck me in this interview that I took to heart and that I've actually spent some time with and I encourage you to spend some time with is this question of who are you being? How, who are, do you want to be? And what's, what's amazing about uh, Coach Vinny is that he just, he knows and he'll tell you. And we are you know, going to shout it for, from the rooftops for him. And he wants to be the most inspiring coach and maybe put hockey coach on that in the world. And he is well on his way. 
And I, I admire that so much because to have that clarity and to be working towards that vision really will put you at peace with every action you're taking in your own personal life. Uh, athletes as well. You know, who, who are you trying to be? Are you trying to be an NHLer or are you trying to be the best stick handler and teammate? And these distinctions, I think, are what gets into the mindset of the player, of the athlete, and helps them evolve their daily game and go into practice knowing exactly what they want to work on. So who am I being? Have you thought about that question? I know I haven't given you a lot of time to think about it. I'd like to be the most inspiring sports nutrition leader or even sports health leader. And I have often spent time working on the tools and the frameworks and how I'm gonna coach and having the best thing to put together for you. And that's great, but it doesn't actually bring you in in an inspiring way. So one of the things that I hope that I'm doing with this podcast, and if you want, rate the podcast, that will show me that you actually think it's happening, um, is that I want to inspire you more. So let's get inspired by Coach Vinny Maltz. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on him, and then he's going to share his backstory when we get into it. So he is uh, basically working with athletes and coaches and parents on incorporating mindset development through sport. He was named student of the year from the Mindset Performance Institute that he's worked with. And he's also uh, been a coach for over 20 years. He's coached at uh, many levels, uh, USHL, USA Hockey, and he's coached players to play for the ECHL. He's coached tier one, U18, that's under 18, under 16s, under 14s, all levels. And he's been involved in building up those successful hockey programs at every level and stage of development. He has recently been a speaker at the Roger Nielsen Coaching Clinic, Union College, and many others. He's been on quite a circuit this year. He's also the host of the Roger Nielsen Coaches podcast. So you can go hear more Vinny there if you love what you hear. He did get to play professionally, and he'll talk a little bit about that. Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and he was drafted by the Vancouver Canucks, which is a pretty cool achievement. Uh, and basically, he spent a lot of time since then in coaching, and he is still a coach. So we're going to learn from him today and dive into what it means to bring in the mindset piece in a powerful way, um, especially in the hockey world. So if you are a hockey person, you're definitely going to love this, but it's, this is good for all sports. And I would encourage you to think about that question that I put out there. Who are you being? It's going to come up again in the podcast and share it with us. I would particularly love if um, you shared and you emailed back to us at Eat This for Performance your answer so that we could help you get there if you're working towards a bigger goal. All right, now without further ado, I'm going to roll the interview. All right, so uh, let's get going. I mean, Vinny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm just psyched for this interview because the energy that you bring to a room and even uh, as we're doing this over the internet is palpable. And I think that's one of your most interesting things that you bring is that just that enthusiasm and that uh, zest for life. And I mean, just, just that alone, aside from everything else that you do is infectious and we need more of that in the world. So great to have that on my podcast. Thank you very much. That's a, thank you very much. That's a great intro. <laughs> I didn't even get started. All right. I know. <laughs> 
So I'm excited to bring you on because you work with hockey players on mindsets and there are not a lot of coaches that have your level of background of hockey uh, performance where you've been a high performer as a hockey player and have been a coach uh, and have worked with so many youth and brought that now is you're focused on this mindset piece, which is being a bit of a buzzword, I would say. Um, so I hope you'll break it down for us a bit what that means to the hockey player. Absolutely. And, and then there's also this whole idea that sports psychology is coming in uh, big time into, I would say, every sport. And sports psychologists are finding their place. So I want to I be delving into what that means for the hockey player. And we're going we're gonna to get there in this uh, interview. But to start, to get, for people to get to know you, I'd love you to tell me a bit uh, about you know, your background. And I think a great place to start is getting inside your mind and understanding what do you think high performance is or performance in general? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, grew up in uh, Philadelphia. So it was kind of interesting growing up there. It's a different kind of uh, upbringing. You know, growing up in the Philly area, hockey-wise, uh, wasn't your traditional market. So learned a lot from the game there, plus streets of Philadelphia, which is interesting, right, of the city life and all that stuff. So that's, you know, different world in and of itself. You're getting a lot of that street education. Um, and then on top of it, I actually went to, when I was younger, I went to an Orthodox Jewish school. So I ended up getting a religious aspect as well coming up. So it was kind of a really interesting mosh pit of different things between the hockey world, which was pure insanity, even at that time back in the day, to the, the streets of Philadelphia, to one of the most, you know, religious places you could imagine on the planet. So it was interesting growing up, um, it, you know, it, it influenced me in a lot of different ways, and it really shaped now of what I go into. So um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to go through it. Uh, and then I'm, I'm first generation, actually, Ukrainian. Ukrainian, so it's, uh, I always say Russian because I speak Russian, but it's interesting because Ukraine has its own language. Uh, but yeah. my parents are actually from Ukraine and all that. So it's, uh, that's been my influence coming up. And uh, We might have that in common. I mean, I'm a few generations removed, but on my dad's side, they are from the Ukraine Jewish yeah. community. So we, we may be actually related. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's a possibility. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, so yeah, that was basically... Um, Coming up, you know, that's what influenced me. And then as I went into it, you know, I was fortunate through the years. I ended up going, took a non-traditional way. I ended up going to play major junior uh, hockey and went through that process. And from there, I got drafted by Vancouver Canucks and got drafted. A few months later, I got a really bad injury to my ankle uh, that took me years to come back from. Sports medicine wasn't back then what it is today. So I went through all that. Um, and then, uh, you know, went back into the professional realm, trying to make my way back in, played about 10 years total with the minors and all that stuff and learned a lot, uh, but didn't get my way back into the NHL. But through it all, I was always a student of the game. You know, was, whether I knew it or not, even at the time, I was always into understanding player development, understanding myself. And so that taught me a lot as I came through. And then when I was done, got into coaching and I was fortunate to get into some pretty cool coaching positions. Um, ended up working with a team where we won a national championship, worked with uh, at the youth level. So, and then worked with a team at the junior A level. So I ended up going through that. So it's pretty cool, different dynamics that coming up uh, that had some pretty useful experiences as I came through. And then after the coaching world, 
and the kids came into the picture and all that and life began in a totally different yeah two young kids at home yeah yeah that that pretty much uh changed my world and really helped me hone in on what you know performance really means and high performance and truly understanding yourself and really maximizing life and saying okay as a performer you can create your own way and that's really once the kids were born it was kind of like going through everything in life and then boom this kids hit and it's like okay there's a whole new level of figuring it out and everything just kind of came full circle and kind of just hit in that moment and made me realize okay I, I can really take control of my life if I really want to. I think it's phenomenal, especially uh, coming from dad, that you see the, the children coming in as the game changer for performance. Yeah. And so speak to that, like, what is that performance like? Yeah, it was pretty wild. It was, um, so I'll never forget with the U18 team I was coached with, so when Naomi was born, you know, it was about three weeks after and I'm skating around the ice. And as I'm skating around the ice, it's just a simple before practice, normal, what everyone always does. And I'll never forget looking up at one of the players and as I'm skating and I go, it's somebody's kid. Okay, I get it. <laughs> and so I was always, because I was always about the player, always love the player, love the player, but your perspective just shifts when you realize, okay, it's a kid. So it, it changed my, as a performer, where patience, grew tremendously right away um you know understanding that support of what love really means like it's there's nothing like the love for your own child and having that reference point right to now be able to use that that energy in life is is it's a gift right it's it's that's why they say with kids i truly believe that i'm like it shifts your perspective so that understanding being able to take that in as a coach then um yeah it, it just it was huge because now i I get it. I get it. So from a performance standpoint and working with players, you start to understand simple things like, yes, they might look like an adult, but they are in fact a kid. And that was the part that I truly struggled with just understanding day to day and really getting that. And when I finally understood that and seeing that it really shifted my day to day process of how I deal with players and understanding you have to be patient and give it time. And they don't understand certain things even though they might look like an adult or even with some of our players that are playing in the professional world, it's still, it doesn't matter. They're still young. I remember what I was like when I was 23, 24, 25. So it's still, it, you, you gain that different appreciation that I didn't have personally at that time that I now do have. So that perspective was really powerful when it came to performance and patience and understanding everything takes time. Everything takes time. And certainly does, and our, our understanding and experience is what I'm hearing. Like the living through having children and all of the experience that you've had as a hockey player and a coach really shaped who you became yeah. and how you show up. Um, it sounds like you've always been a high performer, though. I mean, would you consider yourself a performer? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And everything that I do, it's, it, it's what basically pulls everything together for me. Um, I see everything as a performance. It's what it is, right? It's, it's the show, whatever it is you want to call it, whatever symbol you want to put on it. Words obviously create, you know, different influence in us, right? And so when you have performance is a powerful word because when you have it, you can attach it to anything and direct it. And that's the idea is that when you have the ability to create a visual an image, 
it makes it easier to direct your life and things. And I literally use it for everything as a father, as a son, you know, as a brother, it doesn't matter what it is, a husband, whatever it is, everything, right. It's, it applies to everything that you do. So the people that are walking around, like listening for either they're a young athlete or it's the athlete. I mean, do you look around, do you tell everyone, look around and see all the performances that are going on in other people's lives around you and your own life. If you're maybe the mom or the dad, do you coach that? Does that come up at all? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We try to talk about a lot social media wise, right. And, but it's always, there's such a flood of information. You watch one thing one minute and then you see another one another. But, but the idea behind it is, yeah, when we work with, uh, you know, our families, we, we take a holistic approach. So it's not just the player and that's it. You know, we to make sure with the parents, moms, dads, and everybody's included, you know, the coaches. So everybody understands that everybody has their piece, right? To, to the holistic pie of what's going on. So it's understanding that for a player, it might be something as simple as dealing with, all right, day to day, what, what am I actually focusing in on? What am I putting my energy into as a player? Is it something physically that I need to change? Right. So is it something I can do in the gym or something I can do at home? Is it something mentally or just a different decision that I have to make? Right. What I'm putting in my body as far as nutrition, the amount of rest that I'm getting, the different plays that I might be doing in the game, offensively, defensively. Is it something emotional that I have to pay attention to? Right. How I'm reacting to certain situations, how I'm perceiving them and the energy that it's creating in me. So when you're able to identify that and know what that is, then everybody else around us is able to direct it. Not only just the player, but parents. Okay, how can you help out? What are the things that you can do? Having discussions, having them teach you these specific things, right? You can help with that. Asking questions, not telling them what to do, but just asking questions is always a good way to just get them to retrieve it and explain it to you. And that's a great way of doing it. Um, and then having those different parts, when you understand how to identify and direct it, those are the things that then you can own when, you go talk to coach who has a million different things on his plate or her plate. Now you can turn around and bring specifics to it. While I work on this and my performance coach, is this what I should be working on? Is this, am I going in the right direction or is this what you want? Or is this, you know, I need to change something up. So yeah, it's a holistic approach to everything, but yeah, from a performance standpoint, those are the general ideas, right? Or a little bit of specificity. Hopefully I got in there that you can utilize you know, inside of when you are working on, you know, your, your mindset performance. Yeah. So you're working uh, currently with teams and uh, coaches, you have your coaches certification coming back up. And what are the, the steps and the time commitment? Because I think we're all, all of us are time strapped. So we're looking at this, like, okay, what do I have to do? Like yeah. coach, what do I have to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what talk us through some of the actions that you know maybe you took in your own life to get your performance up there and that you've seen your now that you're walking others through yeah exactly so i, I like to use um always when we're thinking about the different parts of how to put it together right so i like to use uh acronyms right as we go so i do is a is a very powerful one so we always say i am what i do to our players and i use it for myself as well and so I do is I stands for identify, D, direct, O is own. So identify, direct, and own will be a great three-step process to start off with. So identify is at the core of it, it's understanding who am I as a player, 
who am I as a parent, right? Who, who am I as a performer? Creating that identity is such an important part because it instantly provides direction. And so a lot of, a lot of families, a lot of players, they struggle with understanding what their role is, you know, where they fit into the grand scheme of life, how they can help out, right? And so I, that identification process is really important um, because you utilize it. Think of it as the same thing as I always use the analogy to a player, to a parent that might be listening, you know, or a coach. Think of it as, all right, I put a puck in your hand and I say, shoot. And you just hear, shoot, shoot. The puck is in your hand, shoot it. Shoot, shoot. You could say it a bunch of times and the person's going to kind of stand there and wonder, well, shoot where? What do you mean? Where am I shooting mm. at? Whereas if I put my hands up and gave a target and said, here, shoot at this specific target of my hands, shoot it to my hands, right? Just like playing catch. They're gonna, their mind is going to instantly react and say, oh, okay, shoot it to that target right there. And so mm. I believe in this world of information overload that we're all dealing with, and there's so many different ways to go, understanding who I, who I am is understanding that I'm providing myself with a target. I've got to create a specific target that I'm going to shoot for specifically for my own life. And so that identity of who I am as a player, understanding, do I want to be a defensive style, offensive style, whatever it is as a performer, as a parent, do I want to be a loving parent, supportive parent, right? As a coach, do I want to be a coach that communicates more, uh, shows more belief, care? These are all the different things that if you provide that initial target and in identifying who I am, that instantly gives you that specific target in your performance to shoot for. And that's a very important one because you can't live life without rules and guidelines or a standard. We hear this a lot in different ways, but that's kind of how we break it down is that you have to have that standard and that commitment first and that target. And you start from there, you identify what that is, then it becomes easy to start building the rest of the construct off of that. So out of curiosity, what are some responses that the teen athletes give or the parents give when you ask them that question? Yeah, yeah. So different players, right, with Identify, it's very hard for them to specifically state who they are as a player, right? It's very interesting to go through that process. So one of the exercises that we'll actually do is we call it a value letter. And what we do is we have them write out, if I were a coach or a GM of a team that you would dream of playing on right now, sell yourself, write it out and sell yourself of exactly what that would be and just Hello. write. And so when we start with that exercise, it instantly tells you unconsciously how the player values himself and what they think of themselves. So it's a natural way of doing it that you can't escape because you're either going to a write what's true or B what you think that you want to be true. So it gives you access into that portal to understand, right, that, that role of who they, you know, might think they are in that moment or who they want to be. And that is a powerful thing that, and it's so simple to do because you, you're, they're going to struggle through it, but they are going to write something. And so being able to get that written down is a great way to start off with that part. Um, as far as with parents and coaches, it's a different kind of animal. Uh, it's difficult because we have a lot of, residue of influence that we've grown up with. So it can be very difficult to change, right? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of people genuinely do grow up believing that like people don't change and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's just BS. Yes, you 100% can change. 
is change difficult? Yes, it is. It is very difficult. But when you identify and you commit to it and you know this is important to me, right, then you actually, then you know how to change or at least go in a direction of change. So for parents and for coaches, as adults, it's a commitment, right? It's a, it's a marriage. It's, a, it's going all in and saying, this is important to me, so I'm going to change it. So that's where that identify piece comes in of where it's knowing like, all right, yeah, I know, you know what? I keep fighting with my kid in the car and there's something that I'm doing. Well, you've got to understand it's you're doing this. You're creating it. You're creating the environment. You're saying the certain words. Are you aware that you're doing that? Are you aware of the language that you're using to do that? Because then when you identify what that is, then you can start to work on changing it. And yeah. so that's a big part of that process in the beginning of where everything starts, right? Is identify what is yeah. it that you want to change and commit to it. Who are you? Who do you want to be? And so that's a very, very important piece um, to, to this whole process of performance. And it's one of the reasons why I love so much what you're doing. It's this purpose we are giving parents uh, above living through your athlete's purpose. And I, I, we see this so much in sport, yeah. the crazy parent in quotation marks, yeah. really too much in the shoes of their child to the point where they've lost themselves. Yeah. And they've really just not ever honed in on what their purpose is here. And you could be a crazy fan. I'm not saying my dad was a crazy fan. He never lost himself in my game. <laughs> I didn't let him. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's, it's that purpose piece and I was speaking to some hockey moms this week about that uh, and that came out organically uh, when I asked about themselves and their needs in this situation I'm like oh yeah I guess I'm searching for more kind of meaning with what I'm doing here yeah. so that you're honing in on that is fantastic so I'm now going to flip the conversation on you hope you're ready um, I'm going to ask you your own question yeah and that is, who are you? And what does your GM letter look like? What are, oh, you, yeah. what are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah, yeah. So now who I am, you know, I, I am the most inspirational coach in the hockey world. That's basically who I am. Like that's, that's my mantra right now. Right? It obviously can change as time goes on. Uh, but it's an interesting question of where that I've been really working on that over the last few months. of so again, we're always, you know, making sure we're updating right our own software mentally and building up our app and so that's where i am right now is that you know i, I want to inspire people to change and understand that you have control of that change and so for me that's basically what i put my time into of when i look at that of being you know leading by example that's inspiration right is leadership is leading by example and that's really the thing that i've really learned and realized is as a leader is that do it do it like it's i see a lot of players and coaches and parents we're all struggling with this idea of leadership because everybody wants to be just lead the way tell me what to do people love to tell me what to do and i'm more of the no sh let me show you what to do and that's a very and that's just a much more powerful way of doing it because if i'm not doing it for myself then i can't tell a player well hey you know what? Take care of yourself nutritionally. It's really important because it's going to give you a lot of energy. But if I look exhausted, right? If I'm if I if I look out of shape, all these different things, 
is a, why would a player listen to me? Why would they listen to that, right? They're just gonna go, it's a little signal. <laughs> why would they listen, right, to somebody that, you, but you don't do it, so why should I? Whereas if you do do it and they see you're doing it and they see you're excited about it, enthusiastic and you're into it, then they know it, it, it suddenly becomes this, well, coach does it or my parent does it or you know, this person does it, so you know what, I have to do it too. Because there is this social pressure that we innately feel right? as human organisms. When you see someone else saying it and doing it, you feel this inspiration coming off of it. Because it's like, wow, that's awesome. You know what? They're proving it. They're doing it. They're not just saying it. And, and I truly believe there's also this natural feeling that people get of truth. You can tell BS versus not BS. And it's just you sense it and you feel it. And so that's a big part for me is that my identity of what I realized through all this thing is that's what I want to be. I want to be the most inspirational coach literally in the hockey world of when I look at what's out there, I see, I want other coaches to see if I did it, you can do it. You don't have to be stuck in this system and be scared of it. Of Cause I see coaches are scared of players, of owners, of being themselves. You know, they're, they're scared of that, you know, just like parents are scared of, Hey, like what's the best thing to do for my kid. And I don't want to mess up and all that stuff. It's this fear and players have, Am I doing the right things? Am I you know, playing the right way, blah, blah, blah. And the only way to get control of that fear is to actually do the work and create these non-negotiable things that you know for yourself that are just, this is just what it is. Like, this is who I am and who I'm gonna be. And so for me, that's where a lot of being, I am the most inspirational coach in the hockey world came from knowing, okay, what's non-negotiable? For me, these are my non-negotiables. And so, what I realized for me personally, you know, the framework that I go off of is non-negotiable. What do I put in my body? Nutrients. Nutrients are just non-negotiable. That's, you know, at the top of the list. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's, it's everything. You know that. And it's, it just changes. And it's something that it's a commitment. I know that if I'm not putting the right things in my body, if I'm putting sugar in my body, if I'm not getting enough water, if I'm not getting enough of a balance, you know, nutrition in there, even now I've realized personally for myself, putting, you know, certain grains in my body don't work, right? It's, so it's, it's understanding the nutrients that I'm putting in and making sure to shift that. That's non-negotiable because obviously I'm going to have a clearer head, more energy if I know what I'm putting in my body. It's as simple as that, right? And then sleep is another thing. Clearly, that's a, that in today's world, especially with the amount of information, we don't realize how much we're doing physically. Well, what about how much we're doing mentally? So not only are you pushing your body physically, but everything you're doing mentally requires sleep. You, you need to rest. And it's, it's more important than ever in today's world with how easy it is to get sucked into the vortex of, you know, your phone and anything else that's going on information-wise, articles that you're reading, all that stuff where it, it can take away from your rest. And then the amount of commitments we have and our schedules and all that. And then what I study, what, what information am I putting into my mind? that's non-negotiable you know what am i studying what am i reading what am i watching non-negotiable i can get caught up if i sit there i'm watching politics all the time that's gonna yeah. mess with your head because you're gonna be thinking about all these other things but if you can fill your head with what matters most to you what do you study non-negotiable and then skills that i work on what i'm doing in the gym different parts you know understanding people how to connect better what i work through with the, or i do stuff and all that these are things these are skills you have to actually work on it. So when I understand that as a parent, as a coach, as a player, if I understand that, hey, I've identified I need to work on something, 
Well, now I actually have to do it. I have to feel it. I have to experience it. And it's not just knowing it. You have to now put the time in and feel the experience of it. And then the last thing is connections. Who am I connected to? Non-negotiable. Who am I talking to all the time? You know, who's a part of my life? And who am I giving my time to? Because I know that if I'm with people that, all right, I talk to you and it doesn't matter what I say to you, but you're draining me because it matters to you. You want my time to feel better. But you're, we're not actually going anywhere with my time. Like as a coach, as an example, that was one of the things that I would have parents that would just drain my time that just wanted to feel better, but never actually wanted to do anything to get better. So I could give them advice, tells blue in the face, but one, one of the things I realized as a coach was I would be spending eight to 10 hours a week getting drained because of that. Because people would, I want you to help me, but then it was like Groundhog Day. I'm helping you on the same issue over and over again. You, it, it takes two to tangle. You have to do something as well inside of this. What about you? Like, what are you doing to help yourself? I can't just keep giving you these ideas and tell you how to feel better if you don't actually do the work yourself. So, yeah. you know, those are the big things of non-negotiable. So that's in a nutshell of, you know, as a high performer of the, these are the things that, are, you know, I zone in on and make sure that take care of that every single day. Well, Vinny, truly inspirational stuff here. I think people should be taking note and pausing and coming back and listening all the different parts of this it's it's a it sounds very similar to episode one of this season how we walk through the the peak performance period but we've had this conversation before where I think that's how we connected is Mm -hmm. we're like oh we are thinking the same thing oh yeah Uh, and uh, I'll just end this because I will we'll be jumping off here into our busy lives but I'll end this with one thing that I'll share with you is I will be selling, or we do sellies, right? We're celebrating our point every night, and one of them will be an awesome podcast with the famous Vince Vault. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. So much for having me, and the work you're doing is amazing, and I love the stuff that you're doing, and you inspire me big time. I'm always watching what you're doing. It's awesome. So, But thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Do This for Performance podcast. My wish is that you feel more empowered than ever to live your dream life. If you get inspired from this message, do share it with a friend. Do rate our podcast so more people can see it and listen and pass along this great inspiration we're all feeling. I cannot wait to share the next adventure with you. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, so does getting the right food in front of you at the right time seem a little daunting sometimes? Well, a lot of times, you're not alone. And that is why we here at Eat This for Performance are taking out all of the guesswork from performance eating for all situations you may be in. Eating out, eating in, at the grocery store, or just looking down at that food on your plate wondering if this is the right thing to be eating. We have something that we would like to give you and that is our performance eating starter kit. This includes the library of performance foods that you could be eating right now to create a powerful result. Sound good? If you hop on over to et4p.com, you can grab our starter kit and start eating for performance right away. Once you have the starter kit, you will be well on your way to finally mastering nutrition for your sport using our four-step program. 
have a look and definitely reach out to us if you have any questions whatsoever. We are here cheering you on in sport and in life.